Well, the questions keep pouring about the new iPhone app, and as I've explained it again, the iPhone app does play on the iPad. There is not a special iPad app. Uh, What we've done is just do it. If you have an iPad, download the app, and when you start the streaming video, whatever the source, hit the 2X button. It'll fill the iPad screen at full resolution. That's how we did it. I mean, we got a lot of room for growth here, but we wanted to get the first app out. We did it for the iPhone specifically and then made it uh, compatible with the iPad. So hit the 2X button to expand the iPhone app on the iPad, fill the screen, and you're uh, sitting pretty. Now, stick with me on this McNabb stuff because we're talking 2003. This has been seven years, and there are still media people who refer to all of this. At no time did I ever say Donovan McNabb was a bad quarterback. All I said was... He was overrated. That I thought he was overrated. Not a great quarterback. I didn't say he was a bad quarterback. I said I thought the media had a uh, you know a social consciousness consciousness about black quarterbacks doing well. I know they do. They're media. They're leftists. I, I, I know who these people are. I know what their what their interests are. And 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 I simply said so. And nobody said a word about it when the show ended until the Philadelphia print media went ballistic on Tuesday. Now, at the same time, ESPN was running a miniseries called Playmaker, and it featured a, uh, and I had nothing to do with this miniseries, by the way. It featured, star of the program was a black running back on this mythical professional football team, which did lines of cocaine, who did lines of cocaine and shot up drugs or whatever before every game. This prompted the owner of the Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, to go livid and say that ESPN was filled with institutional racism. I remember on Tuesday when the when the Philadelphia print media stuff hit, I got a call from an ESPN exec who was all excited. Well, can you imagine the numbers we're going to have on Sunday? This is exactly what we're looking for. The next day, the same exec calls and says, look, we're losing Tommy, meaning Tommy Jackson. Tommy said it's either you or him. He says, little kids in Cincinnati are calling him and saying, Mr. Jackson, does this mean I can't be a quarterback in the National Football League if I'm black? So there were other things going on in my life at the time, so I just chose to resign. I didn't do go on that show to do anything but, but be part of it and help it and you know, try to get away from all this. It was an excursion into fun for me, an avocation. So it continued to resonate, and it continued to be reported that I was critical of McNabb because he was black. It continued to be reported that I said McNabb was a bad quarterback because he was black. I never said anything such such thing. I never said he was a bad quarterback. I said thought he was overrated uh, by a media socially conscious about uh, past racism in the country and making things right, so forth and so on. I am the one who said he's overrated. I. And I have been excoriated, creamed. I have been just vilified for this ever since it happened. And nobody cared a whit about it till the Philadelphia print media went ballistic a couple of days later. And there have been stories about this for the last seven years. I mean, if you do a Google search, McNabb and Limbaugh, it'll get 63,000 returns. That's 10 years later. So there's this... Story from SI.com, website of Sports Illustrated, was posted yesterday by Michael Rosenberg. There's no better place to be a sports fan right now than Philadelphia. I am not mentioned in this piece. It's a great story about Philadelphia, what it's like to be a fan there. And buried in the article is this one line. Passion like this, meaning Philadelphia fan passion, 
takes strange forms. While the rest of the country saw McNabb as a franchise quarterback, Philadelphia fans sensed earlier than most of us in the media that McNabb was overrated. Now, who is us? This is a sports writer. Let's keep that in mind. I thought I was the only person who thought McNabb was overrated. It was the first local Philadelphia media, quickly followed by the national media, that distorted and blew up my comments that were in line with most Philadelphia fans, as it turns out. So most of us, meaning the sports media, were wrong about McNabb, and I was right. Uh I, I thought McNabb back then was considered by every reasonable human being to be the greatest quarterback that ever lived. And then he they called him a premier quarterback in the NFL. And, and, and anybody who suggested the Eagles' defense wasn't getting credit it deserved was a racist. And now it turns out from Mr. Rosenberg at SI.com that I and most Philadelphia fans knew McNabb was overrated. The media was dead wrong. Who knew? Who knew? As I say... I am not mentioned in this story, which is a rarity on a story of McNabb, the Eagles, and Philadelphia fans. But this was pointed out to me, uh, oh, this morning, about 9.38 when I got this thing. It's amazing how things come around after seven years. That, that passage, while the rest of the country saw McNabb as a franchise quarterback, Philly fans sensed earlier than most of us in the media that McNabb was overrated. Now, guess... Last thing I want to say about this, as far as the media is concerned, very safe now for these guys to say this. At the end of McNabb's career, when he is having trouble, everybody knows what's going on with Donovan McNabb and the Redskins. He's handled by that, by the way, as classy as, as any individual in his circumstances could and, uh, and would. And I want to reiterate it, in no time was McNabb ever personally criticized by me on that show or since. Other people have done that. It's other people in the media that really... Poor old McNabb is being dumped on by people now like you would not believe. Saying things that I said seven years ago. And I just thought, well, how about this? This is just funny, timely, and just goes to show you that just sit around and wait and... Things will always even out. The truth will out. Maybe I could get McNabb as a guest host on this program. I'll bet you that McNabb (laughs) has a lot of things he would like to say about a lot of people. Uh, We might think about that. Call him after Christmas. (laughs) See if he wants to guest host the program. And he can talk about anything he wants if he... uh, if he wants to do it. Folks, have you heard about this? We did this as our morning update today. The latest fundraising idea from the Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee is selling something called a poetry magnet. It contains a bunch of words that you can arrange on your refrigerator. It's a refrigerator magnet. According to the Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee website, it's a, it's a quote, creative outlet for your frustration. You can get one for $6 or you can... Get two poetry magnets for $10. The DSCC says that every magnet purchased will go toward helping keep the Senate blue. And they say, think of all the fun phrases you can make with words like uh, Sarah Palin, Tea Party, Rush Limbaugh, and, and wrong. Now, here are some of the poetic possibilities that these people at the DSCC suggest 
I'm not making this up. They're actually selling refrigerator magnets with rearrangeable letters for six and ten bucks and suggestions for you to put on your refrigerator. I hate the filibuster because that's the Democrats' latest move now is to get rid of the 60-vote requirement since they um, are effectively losing control of the Senate. Sarah Palin equals wrong is another thing they suggest that you put on your fridge. Fight the right is another suggestion. So they must think that their voters and donors are idiots. First, they sell them this stupid magnet. You've got to be stupid to buy one of these. And then they think they're so stupid, they've got to tell them how to arrange the letters to make words that fit the template of the modern-day Democrat Party. Do they really think... In this economy, people are going to pay good money to sit around spelling out worthless drivel talking points on their refrigerators. And they probably are right. I bet you they got some near lunatic, insane base leftist kooks who thinks this is one of the greatest Christmas presents they could give somebody. And start, I can just see these liberals sitting at home playing around on their refrigerator with a bunch of magnet rearrangeable letters. Witless liberals plunking down money, somebody else's probably, to buy these lame magnets. But the problem for the Democrats is, what do you need for a magnet? We need magnetism, and they've lost theirs. The Democrat Party, Obama, I mean, I've figured out, you know what? Obama's winning the day, right? Come back, kid. And all he's done is cave on everything he believes. If he really wants to get accolades, cave on health care. You know, he ought to come up and say, you know what? I'm pulling it. I'm going to join the efforts to repeal it. We can do it better. And then think of the things that D.C. media, whoa, what a, oh, my God. He, Obama, he's undefeatable now. Why, he's implementing every aspect of the Republican agenda, the comeback kid. That's what they're telling us. Obama, the comeback kid, as he implements a Republican agenda. So, Mr. President, repeal health care. Go all the way on your comeback. Because the magnetism is gone. Obama's been exposed. Those uh, once great oratorical powers, now as empty as his suit. Democrat policies repel clear-thinking Americans. They divide us along racial, class, gender, every other line you can imagine. They don't attract people, which is why voters stomp Democrats in November. (laughs) They're selling refrigerator magnets. Do you have any magnets on your refrigerator, Snurdly? Do you, Dawn, you have magnets? Well, but you've got kids. Uh, Brian, you have a uh, refrigerator? Good. I don't either. I have never, ever had a refrigerator magnet. I don't know that I've even ever had one to put on the refrigerator. I know that they, I know I've never had one on the refrigerator. Uh, but Rush, uh, Rush Limbaugh is one of the words they have for their magnets. And the biggest, the biggest word they have in size is me, M-E. At, at any rate, um, I, you know, go ahead and play with your magnets. <laughs> play with yourselves, for and remember. <laughs> Roses are red, Democrats are blue, and American voters are fed up with you.